The Frequency Podcast with Nautica De La Cruz and Amy Lopez. Amy, Nautica, how are you? I'm good. I'm bossy today. (laughs) Bossy lady. You know? (laughs) How's your week been? It's hot as fuck outside still. Fuck this humidity. I tell you. Oh my God. The rings around your your arms. I'm sweating. I have booby juice. So if any man wants some booby juice, by all means, you know, grab a cup. It's going to be salty milk, though. (laughs) All right. Well, let's get to the podcast today. Welcome to the Frequency Podcast. Uh, Nautica de la Cruz and Amy Lopez. If you don't know our names by now, then I don't know what planet you live on. But I want to give some love uh, to uh, someone from New York, Diana C., who said she almost peed in her pants when she heard our last episode. <laughs> Don't do that, Diana. Of Under and Over. We got a lot of laughs. And no, we weren't that drunk. Actually, no. we weren't even no, drunk. No, we weren't drunk. No. I don't know what you gave me to drink, but it, it you didn't don't ask any questions. Okay. I told you this. I know that's right. It was your own little miniature concoction. <laughs> but so last episode, we had a letter, a Dear Amy and Nautica letter uh, from Gina. And we don't know if we were <laughs> too much of help, but we did give her some apps. And then you know what? My inbox was inundated of other um, dating apps that I yeah, had. There's apparently thousands of them. I had never heard of them. Mm-hmm. Well, then again, I'm not dating. This is true. And Facebook has one. Oh, I didn't even know that. I didn't either. know that either. Oh, okay. Well, mm-hmm. damn. Okay. So there are so many dating apps. It's nice to get a different perspective, like a male's perspective, because the letter was is so. It? Sometimes I don't care to hear their perspective. Okay. Well, you know, we, we got to give them some love. I mean, you know guess, what I mean? I um, just a little bit of love. <laughs> I think men deserve a little bit of love. Just a tad bit. Just a tad bit. But we did give Gina a lot of love and, you know, we, we try to help her out. And I think that online dating is not something that I would do. I think we discussed that. Yeah. Oh, I also got some comments that some people said I was pretty mean to you because I called you a hoe. She's apologized. Yes, she's apologized. She did not mean it. No. And and it was all in fun and games. (laughs) But uh, so today's podcast is the male perspective of online dating. And we have a very special guest today. He has his own podcast. It's called Parents versus Gaming. He's also on Twitch, which we are both gay. Getting into Twitch right now. So, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome James Ayers the third. How's it going, ladies? I'm so excited to be here. Your podcast is absolutely amazing. I listen to it every week when I'm driving around doing my sales calls for work, and and it just gives me so much joy just listening to you guys. Well, we thank (laughs) you so very much. So, James. Um, tell us a little bit about your podcast before we start going into online. Yeah, sure. Um, so kind of, you know, with COVID going on and the pandemic, everyone's trying to find other ways to fill our time and do things. So we got into what's called Parents versus Gaming. It's a buddy of mine and we partner with another girl that's a Twitch streamer. For those that don't know, it's kind of an online streaming platform, typically for gaming, but you'll see cooking shows and all kinds of different things. Lately, it's been hot tub streams, which you could have a whole podcast based on what that is. Um, <laughs> so basically what parents versus gaming is it's to help educate parents where one they have no idea what video games are or they hate it but their kids like it and to try to kind of help them understand why their kids might be into it is online gaming safe everyone hears these stories of all their they're meeting strangers online and we try to explain to them there's safe ways for your kids to play games and only be in chat rooms with their personal friends and how online gaming is actually a social network and not just something that you know 
is wasting their life and how there can be opportunities. Kids could realize maybe they like building worlds or becoming a developer or becoming a writer or store. There's so many options to it. And then we also kind of dive into the relationship side of things, whether the husband, wife is into gaming and the other one hates it, how to balance your life. And uh, the last couple of weeks, it's been about video game addiction. And we've brought on some therapists and some professionals that work in, work in that field and work in centers that not just game addiction, but screen time addiction, especially parents trying to get their kids back outside after we just spent a year keeping our kids from going outside and, you know, online schooling plus their online screen time. How do you break that cycle and get them back involved? So that's kind of what the, the podcast is about. It's, it's been pretty awesome. You can find anything on YouTube under last choice network, or you can find me on Twitch. I go live either gaming or the podcast, which is Sunday nights. The podcast is live as well. And that's on, I am the gaming dad under Twitch or the last choice network on YouTube. So, Oh, that is so awesome. I'm, I'm so glad that you give, you know, you give knowledge to other people about gaming because I, 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 don't, I, don't, I, don't, know, I don't know a damn. Thing. <laughs> All I know is it costs a lot of money. There's not enough skins and there's not enough V bucks, whatever the fuck that means. What is so that? that means uh, your son is playing a lot of Fortnite. And oh. we can, we could, we could do, I could teach you tons of things on how to save money and how you could teach him how he can earn money in the game. And if he wants to buy that skin, he needs to learn how to budget the money he earns. Oh, so you could actually go about this without spending any money and also teach him financial lessons. Oh, good. Because, oh, okay. you know, we, we are deep <laughs> on the budget. Okay. We're balling on the budget over here. <laughs> so last week we talked about dating apps and I know you and Amy had a conversation. Well, I know James. Um, James is, is one of the few people that has seen the many thousand hats that I like to wear. Okay. Um, he's seen the mom side of me, the boss side of me, the friend side of me, the therapist side of me, the angry friend. I'm not putting up with your shit side of me. Yeah. Like to say that I've been his therapist more than 30 times is like, <laughs> not speaking enough i think right yeah also nautica i want to point out remember the road rage episode you guys did and she tried to claim she's really calm she almost hit me in a parking garage first off you knew i was running late and you thought it was funny to jump in front of my car so yeah i wasn't even in a car i was walking and she was walking in the parking structure (laughs) not in the pedestrian zone in the driving zone and he knows better than to get in my way you did mention about your co-worker so this Oh, I see the visual now. He called me out. Okay. All right. So aside from that. uh, (laughs) Aside from you running, almost running him over. Almost running him over. Okay. You made a comment on one of our posts and you left me intrigued because you said that you have a horror story when it comes to online dating. Yes. My imagination had to be like five times worse than anything I could compile. Oh, listen, listen, I'm, I'm excited to tell you now. I do want to preface this. You know, I moved from LA, I moved to Texas and, and I'm 40 years old and, and it is tough. You get, you get back out there. You know, I come from the, the still the, I'm old enough that the dating time was going out, meeting someone out and then go, but it, it's tough. People don't want to meet you out anymore, especially, you know, as COVID started to hit and things like that. But even before that, so what I did learn about the dating apps, I typically stuck with what was Bumble, Hinge and Tinder. But what you learn is depending on where you live, even in different suburbs of like Dallas where I'm at, each area kind of one app was featured more than the other. So where some some areas they'll say, oh, Tinder is just a hookup app. Well, that just might be the experience in their area where in other areas, that's what everyone's using or Hinge is the one everyone's using. And uh, so you you definitely kind of learn your ways 
about it. And if you were looking for probably the safest one I know that's free for, for women would, would probably be Bumble. And the reason is for that is once you match with someone, you can't have a conversation. I can't just send you, you know, an unsolicited pick of whatever I want. Okay. Like you, you as the woman would have to message me first. Oh, initiate okay. the conversation. Control on Bumble. Yeah. Like so that. you get okay. the initial, which for on the girl's side of things, it could be intimidating too, that you have to make the first move, but at least, at least it, you know, you know, that there's, you're at least trying to, to make the effort. So okay. I think that's the kind of safest. So uh, to jump into my story real quick, I don't want to drag it out too long, but right when I first got to Dallas, I jumped on a few apps and I had met somebody that we really, really hit it off, but starting a new job and a new location, you just, you know, sometimes you just kind of lose touch. You don't have that like outgoing one to always set the dates. Right. So you just right. kind of, you get busy traveling or you do something and then you just kind of drift apart because your whole entire communication has just been over a dating app and a few dates here or there. Well, I don't, I don't want to use people's personal names. So we're just going to call her. Her name was uh, uh, Becky. Um, Becky. Becky can be Becky perfect. with the good hair. <laughs> Be- <laughs> Becky, Becky with the good hair. While I was turns out, you know, you're on these dating apps and you're swiping, 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 swiping. You actually, no joke. You get to the point, you just swipe yes on everyone. Wait till you match. <laughs> and then you decide if you want to stay with that match or you just unmatch them. Because okay. you like, I don't want to spend 20 minutes looking at someone's profile just to think that they might not swipe on me as well. Right. So you just kind of swipe everybody. Well, apparently I, I, uh, had met multiple people and whatnot. So anyways, this Becky girl, we, we kind of lose, lose touch. And then, uh, she had reached out a little bit later, but I had met someone else had actually gotten them pregnant. And now I have a beautiful son. He's 14 months old. We didn't stay together. So I end up back on the dating apps, which by the way, for anyone that thinks like, a single mother with a kid is horrible on the dating apps. It is really bad for guys. The amount of messages I got that I was a piece of shit and I was a horrible person because I had a newborn and I probably left the girl. Like people didn't even take the time to get to know you. They would just match with me to talk shit to me. Like, so it got really disheartening for a while. So then obviously COVID hits and you know, you get that. You talked about it last week. You know, these dating apps, I'm trying to get over someone getting under someone else. Like it's, that was like perfect. So you hit this like desperation mode, right? Where you're like, man, I just kind of want to be around someone. So randomly one day I get a message from Becky. Mm. So I come clean, tell her the reason we lost touch is after we lost touch, I had met someone else. She ended up pregnant. It didn't work out between us, but I have a son. I always felt a really good connection with us. I wish we had gotten together. It was just texting back and forth, right? Actually through the number. So we go about two weeks and she's like, she's like, yeah, no, I, I completely understand. You know, it, it is what it is. She's like, yeah, I'd love to get together. Well, it's COVID. Nothing's open. Mm-hmm. I've already been on multiple dates with this person. So I said, I was like, hey, what about next like Wednesday? Why don't you come over? And this is, you know, towards, you know, late, late last fall, I think. And she's like, yeah, that sounds great. So we make plans. A couple of days go by. Well, then I get a text message that says, hey, I'm here. So I go out of my apartment and I go to let her in and I open up the door and I look outside and I can't find Becky. And then I hear, hey, James, I'm right here. And I looked over and I had this like blank stare on my face. And she's like, you know, Becky. And it's not the Becky that I thought. Turns out I had also matched with another Becky on online dating the year before. Oh, it's a completely different Becky. And she kind of, I mean, she was cute, but definitely not. It was someone that I kind of vaguely remembered then that was not interested and was ready to move on. So then I'm kind of stuck. And Amy, you know me that I'm, I try to be friendly and I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, come over. So I still, still did dinner. I was still nice. We watched a movie about halfway through the movie. She starts to get really sleepy. So she starts to fall asleep on the couch. So I, you know, nice, put a blanket over top of her and I continue to watch the movie. 
it was like one of those three hour movies. Moments. So she wakes up. This is where it gets crazy. Oh, She's God. like, wow, I'm, re- I'm really hungry. And I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. She's like, well, I'll be right back. She's like, is it okay if you use your restroom? And I was like, yeah, of course. Like, you know, I made a joke, whatever. Of course you you can use the restroom, whatever. So she's in there and I'm still watching the movie. And I realize it's been like 10 minutes. Okay. I'm like, what is, what is she doing in the bathroom? Oh, so then I'm like, Hey, are you? And then right as I start to say, Hey, she comes out, this girl all of a sudden went from like Susie homemaker to like looked out, cracked out something on orange is the new black oh. they're bringing in. And I was like, what is happening? And she's like, are you hungry? I'm hungry. Should we get food? I should get food. So she literally gets on Uber Eats. I'm not joking. Orders a bunch of food from Sonic. At this point, it's like 11 o'clock at night. So she gets all this stuff on Uber Eats from Sonic. And she looks cracked out. And I'm like, what do I do? She gets on the couch, passes out. About 40 minutes go. In the meantime, I'm texting a couple of buddies. I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like, what should I do? And they're, they're, they all find it hilarious, right? So oh, I'm like, I'm not sure what to do. So anyways, the phone starts buzzing, 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 buzzing. I kind of shake her. I try to wake her up. I'm not really sure. She I honestly looks like some cracked out, like crazy person. Yeah. So I, I said, hey, I think the, the Uber, she's like, oh, well, can you just go outside and get it? And I said, yeah, no problem. So I went outside and the Uber driver, I had seen multiple times before, because I've, of course, during COVID, I had ordering basically all my food was uber eats and he's like all this is for you you having a party and i was like what he's like yeah gives me like six bags this girl got like 70 80 do you know how much food it is to get at sonic for like 70 80 wow Shit. like obviously all that's prepaid so i didn't pay for it like it's all done on the app so i was like all right so i take it so i tell the uber driver the whole story and he's dying laughing i was like bro i wish you <laughs> like we were we were close you just to wanted someone to hear like, you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I feel like I need someone to come over. I don't know what to do. You know, you, you never want, you hear these bad stories of like people accusing you of stuff. And I, I'm, I was kind of scared, but this is like, this is crazy. So I go inside with the food and she's not in the living room anymore. No. And I'm like, what is going on? So I go into the, into the bedroom. I'm like, look in the bathroom. Nothing's there. So then I like peer my bedroom door open, look in. She's butt ass naked, no. like spread eagle on my bed. No. And like, like she's like trying to get me to come into the bed, but isn't really sure. And then she's like kind of passed out. And then she just kind of like passes out. And I'm like, what <laughs> the F am I going to do? So I went and got the two blankets from the living room, put them over top of her and then locked myself out of the bedroom <laughs> and slept on the couch. That you- way, that way, like I couldn't get into my own bedroom. Cause I didn't know what to do. So eight o'clock I wake up, I have an office day. So I'm, I'm trying to work from home. Bedroom door still closed. I don't know what's going on. Nine o'clock rolls around 10 o'clock rolls around 11 o'clock about 1130. She wakes up, peers out the door and she's like, Hey, she's like, I hope we had a really good time last night. Do you care if I get a shower before I leave? And I was like, yeah, yeah, do, do your thing. Are you kidding me? Why no, like, you this is... her out? <laughs> I was, I didn't know what to do. Like, this is crazy. Like when I say she's cracked out of her mind, like this person looks like they just did like 200 lines of Coke and, and whatever other drugs she probably did in my and, bathroom. I mean, and like, she like, probably would have beat you up. Right? I mean, I mean, no, she was a tiny person too. So I, I was like, what is, and she went from like cute to very unattractive very quickly with this whole like look she had oh, going on. I so can... then, so then she comes, she gets out of the shower about 25 minutes go by. She's like, hey, so what are your plans today? So, oh, I have a conference call at one o'clock. At this point, it's about 12.15. She's like, oh, okay, so she's, we got like 45 minutes. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I guess so. She, I was like, I have coffee over there if, if you want to take when you go. And she's like, well, I feel like we have, you know, two options. And I was like, oh, okay. And she goes, no, well, no. I feel like, you know, 
I had a lot of fun. I'd like to see you again. So I feel like we, you have 45 minutes left. So you can either walk me to my car or you can fuck me. <laughs> wow. She said that. Yeah. So wow. obviously I know for real, I actually walked, I was like, no, you know, I have to get ready for the conference call. We're on a little bit early. So I walked into her car, deleted the number, blocked the number, never heard from her again. Oh my what, God. What happened to all the food? I mean, I ate a little bit of it and then just, you know, <laughs> that was part of my lunch the next day. Oh my I just God. threw it in the fridge, you know, like, I mean, it was too much. It was like, Four or five different like milkshakes and drinks and tons of corn dogs, a lot of turkey and chicken, which wasn't good for me. And it was just, yeah, it was, it was a whole, it was a whole. Right. James wow. is allergic to chicken. Oh, yeah, you're allergic weird... to chicken? I am. You I'm are a... the <laughs> first person I've yeah. me. I was shocked yeah. too. <laughs> wow. So, so what I'm, what, what, when it comes to these dating apps, you know, it can't, it is scary. It's not just girls being, you know, sometimes girls catfishing people or guys being rude or, or girls worrying about, well, I don't want to do online dating because some guy could like be crazy. Like, it's just as scary from a guy's perspective. Yeah. You know, I've had, I've had friends reach out to me and they said, you know, they went on a date and you talked about, I, I know last week you said you should, you should have your girlfriend on speed dial ready to go. And if you yeah. need, like yeah. guys should do the same thing mm -hmm. because I have a buddy that went out on a date, same type of deal. Like this girl was crazy. Listen, I'm going to be the first to tell you, this girl was about a million times, a million miles out of his league. Mm -hmm. Like I was like, this girl looked like she a supermodel. I was like, I don't know what is happening. Good for you, buddy. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, he's like, the date was great. He's like, I'm, I'm going back to my house. Well, he drives back to his house and he got jumped. <gasps> so basically it was like a, it was like no. a scam. Like the girl was going out on dates with guys and then two other guys would like follow them back to their house and then rob them. Wow. Get their credit card, <laughs> cell phone. Yeah. So I mean, it's kind of like I, that scene in the movie with Jennifer Lopez that, what was that movie called? Hustlers. Hustlers. Yeah. <laughs> where, they, where they scam and yeah, get no, credit cards. And I mean, you can't, you can't live life full of fear, but I, you know, just yeah. like you said, for girls to be checks and balances, I think guys should be just as careful also with the, you know, the, whether it's the Me Too movement, all these things, and I'm not trying to discredit anybody, but it's it's right. a scary it's a scary world on on both sides. I, I think you just have to be smart and take precautions. You know, we went out and you met people, but when you met people back in the day, you were with your girlfriends and they were with their guy friends, and it was groups of people. So you're not just meeting the person; you were meeting their friends too, kind of. So you and, felt a little bit more safer. And this is why you can't be a hoe. Yeah, that's why you can't be a hoe. <laughs> <This is why laughs> you gotta stop being a hoe. Stop hoeing around. <laughs> that being said, um, your horror experience led to a relationship? So yeah, so uh, for a while I got off the apps. I was okay. like, uh, this is this is crazy. I'm never doing that again. Um, yeah, a desperation leads to bad times. So the whole, you know, maybe maybe be a little selective when you're trying to get under someone yes. to get over someone. You know, at least yeah. we weed out the the bad the bad stuff a little bit. Maybe meet in public always first. But I, I convince a buddy is always like James. Like you can't just keep doing being alone. Like you got to get out. You got to be social. So got back on the apps. I was on for about three weeks, and this is when randomly someone was like, "Hey, did you know Facebook has a dating app?" Oh, and I was like, "No way!" I jumped onto the Facebook one. They used to have one they were linked to, like back in the day, called Zeusk or something. But this is this is straight up Facebook dating. Now, basically, just takes your you can use your pictures from your Facebook profile. Now, it's not as it's not as bad as you think. Like a lot of people immediately think, "Oh, you're just putting your profile on there." No, so you get your pictures, very similar to the other dating apps. Now, when you match with someone, if you have a long enough conversation, you'll get a notification in your message box that says, would you like to share your Facebook profile with the other person? And then if okay. you both say yes, so it's like another step. So I matched with someone on there. We met for a little bit. We had a few laughs, uh, felt super comfortable. 
I was telling my experiences about, I, I hate dating apps. They suck. They, they're horrible. Um, she has kids herself. She was saying the same thing. We decided to meet. I found out tonight because I wanted to let her know I was going to tell this bad story. And she goes, oh, yeah, I remember that story. It's hilarious. She goes, you actually said that on our first date. And I was like, oh, <laughs> ooh, like us guys, right? us guys are, you know, when I, I've gone through this phase, Amy, where I just want to be completely open and transparent. But there are some things you don't need to tell. Every, you don't need to tell all on the first right. date. Apparently, yeah. I, I have gone completely overboard and it, uh, I can't shut up. But you know what I love about that, about you, James, is that, you know, normally when you date, like I've said this before on our, our podcast, the day that you go on a date and when you st- first start dating, you meet the representative and not the real person. So you laid all that shit out on the table and it's <laughs> it's kind of like, hey, look, uh, you're either going to run or you're going to stick with me. One of those two. You know yeah. what I mean? So I love no, that. I, I mean, and so far, so that's been about three and a half, almost four months ago now. And uh, I mean, we've definitely gotten a lot more serious. I've, I've met her kids. She's she's going to meet my son soon. And and uh, I, I'm thankful that I didn't completely shy away from it because there can be success stories. I think you just got to be open. And, and like you said, it is just being transparent and, and being yourself and, and hearing that from the other person. I think if you do that, it, it works out best. Oh, that's amazing. Well, congratulations. congratulations. <laughs> Let's applaud him because... You came out on top. You did it. You, you did literally it. came you, out on top. Hey. <laughs> you left Becky with the good hair and you ended up with Beyonce. Good yes, job. that's really good. Where's our lemonade, damn it? Where's our lemonade? <laughs> I can't pop a drink. We, I know. We were running late today, apparently. Oh, my goodness. Oh, James, it has been a pleasure. Uh, once again, before we sign off, uh, tell us where we could find you on Twitch and all your social media. Yeah, so if you want to find me on Twitch, it's I am the gaming dad, uh, spelled out, no no weird letters or numbers or anything like that. Just I am the gaming dad, and then I would love for everyone to stop by our YouTube channel as we start to grow that. It's uh, Last Choice Network, and any of my group and my community that I know is jumping on this podcast. If you do not continue to listen to these two ladies after this episode, you are missing out on life. They are so many laughs. I guarantee you're going to relate to everything they talk about. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being a rock star that you are. (laughs) (laughs) That means a lot. That means a lot from you, James. Thank you so very much. All right. Well, Amy. Well, it's time to get our lemonades. (laughs) All right. Well, we're going to go serve ourselves a drink and relax uh, and wash off the day. Yes. Thank you, James. Bye. Bye.